0: Hello friends, this is Caitlin, your host of the Homegrown Hopes podcast. So excited to have you here today. Thank you for listening. I really do appreciate it. This this is so fresh and small that chances are if you are listening, then we're probably related (laughs) or friends in real life. So hello friends in real life. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it so much. And I will make a shameless plug. If you are enjoying this podcast or if you like this episode or feel like you get anything out of it, um, I would really appreciate it if you would go rate the podcast. That gets it a lot more recognition and helps it to um, rank on all of the listening platforms, which is super helpful. So if you could give it a five star view as well as actually leave a, a rating, type in what you think about it. I'm hoping I've got everything set up right. I've got a fancy microphone now. Um, So I'm practically a professional. I'm I'm posing for, I'm trying to do the video version of this. I said I wasn't going to. So if you're listening, (laughs) I have to remember that some people are not going to see the video version. So if you're listening, you just missed my little dance. But anyway, welcome to the Homegrown Hopes podcast. This is episode three. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about prepping. I I do have to warn you before I go any further. I have a squeaky chair, like really squeaky. So I'm going to readjust. Hopefully you don't hear that. Um, Today we're going to talk about prepping. And I do not mean doomsday prepping. Not like the world's coming to an end, buckets of rice in your basement. Although (laughs) one of my best friends is prepared in that way. And I will probably end up having to knock on her door and beg for lentils and freeze-dried carrots when the time comes, but that's not the type of prepping we're talking about today. Today we are talking about um, more life prepping. So let me preface this entire episode with everything that I share here. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not telling you that I have it figured out because these are things that I do or have done That have been really helpful to me, but it doesn't mean that I always do it. Um, So I'm just going to be sharing little tips and systems and services that help to make my life run much more smoothly when I utilize what I'm going to tell you that I utilize. (laughs) And like I said, just disclaimer, this doesn't happen every single week or every single month. It's just what I really strive for but I give myself grace if things don't work out. But I will say that when I do stick to the things that I'm going to share with you, my life runs so much more smoothly. So I don't know why I don't do it every single time, but if I was smart, I would. So (laughs) another thing that I wanted to uh, say ahead of time is I will be mentioning, like I said, some systems, some tools and some services that I use. If I mention it here, I actually use it and I really love it. I'm not going to share anything um, that I've heard about or like anyone who's reached out to me and sponsored me to mention their product because that hasn't happened yet. But I mean, if you have a product you want me to sponsor, you can give me a shout. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, But everything I mentioned, I use myself. I love. I found it to be helpful. Also. There are some things that I use um, that I have actually reached out to the company myself after I've used them and asked for a discount code. So some things I will be able to um, offer discounts for. So don't worry about taking notes today. I will have everything linked in the show notes. And I will also have um, a really simple printable checklist for you if you find that any part of this is helpful and you want to just kind of have something to go by. That will also be in the show notes. So don't feel like you have to write this all down. I will make it super simple. If you felt the pull to slow down, to create and cultivate a more homegrown life that's simple and fulfilling, and to truly enjoy the magic of ordinary days, then friend, you found your place. I'm Caitlin. I'm a barefoot, Blue Ridge homegrown mama, and this is the Homegrown Hopes Podcast. We'll chat about everything from gardening and scratch cooking to homeschooling and motherhood. With some sarcasm sprinkled in, of course, because I am my daddy's daughter and Lord knows I'm fluent in that. Just know that whatever it is we're discussing, I am by no means an expert. And I'll never claim to be. I'm just sharing my experiences, the good and the bad, and making the most of the little moments in between. I'm so excited you're here and so humbled that you've chosen to follow along and hopefully join me in cultivating our homegrown hopes. So let me pull up my notes (laughs) so that I can stay on track here. Okay. So there are certain things that I do like yearly, quarterly, monthly, and weekly. And I'm going to kind of stick on the small side of things right now. So right now I'm going to be sticking to monthly and weekly and The reason that I thought this would be a good idea for today's episode is we're wrapping up the end of February when this um, episode airs. It'll be the last week of February, and there are some things that I do um, at the end and the beginning of a new month that make things so much easier for me. So I wanted to share those with you. There are people out there who are so much more organized than me. I'll go ahead and tell you this is not going to be a podcast about, um, you know, systems and, and saying that I have it all figured out. I don't, but I am just going to share what I do and what works for me. And I would also like to say, if you're listening and there are things that you already do that you feel like should be added to this list, I would love to hear it. Like I'm always open to learning. I do not have it all figured out. So if you have tips that you feel like would be beneficial, please share them. Um, you can follow along, Over at um, Instagram, Homegrown Hopes is the handle there. I also have a pretty active Facebook community. Or if you just want to comment on this episode, I'm pretty sure you can comment on podcast episodes. I should probably know that, but I don't, but I'm pretty sure that you can. I know I can put a poll at the end of each one, so maybe I'll try to put that up where you can actually answer an open-ended question. We'll see. Anyway, so we will start with, since it's going into a new month here, things that I do or um, purchase monthly. So one thing that I will say a lot of, I do a lot of prep on the front end of things to make my month and my weeks run more smoothly. Um, There are certain things that I go ahead, we get, we're on a once a month um, paycheck. So that's what works for our family. It may not work for you if you get paid weekly. So you can adjust this system to work how, however it needs to work for you. But one thing that I do at the beginning of every month, when we get paid, and I do my big grocery shopping um, thing, is I order lots of staple items that I know we're going to use throughout the month. And I order everything that I think we need for the entire month. I've kind of got it figured out now to know like um, how how much toilet paper we're going to use that month, how much coffee we're going to drink. Like those are the two things that I can think of that we're not going to live without. So <laughs> those are always on my bulk grocery order. Um, I do order a couple of different ways. So if you follow me on any of my other social media things, you've probably heard me talk about Azure Standard. I do have a link in the show notes to that. Um, And it's something that I have found super helpful. So I don't order all of my groceries there. Um, I order things that I have found that are more cost effective through them. Not everything is, but the things that I'm sharing are or, or so convenient for me that I order it there. There are certain supplements that I order from them. One thing that I order every single month and I order extra of, so I don't run out of is a trace mineral packet. That sounds really simple, but I have been doing that for probably the last, uh, let's see, I started last summer um, and I have seen such a huge difference. It's such a little thing. I get tired of drinking water all day anyway. So I do my little trace minerals, usually in the morning, but today's been a really long day and it's the afternoon and I did another one. So it is trace minerals, vitamin C. It tastes really good and I usually mix it with water and coconut water. So it's super hydrating. I have noticed I'm not I'm not great about staying hydrated, but this helps me so much. And it's also a really big boost of vitamin C. So I don't know if this is related and I'm going to knock on wood, but I will say I take this every single day and my kids are getting better about it now drinking it. At first they were like, I don't, it's not sweet enough because it's not super sweet. Um, the coconut water helps that, um, I'm the only one in my family that has not gotten sick this winter. This has been a really sick winter in my household. And I don't know if this is related, but I will say it has a lot of vitamin C. So maybe it is. Um, So I always from Azure standard order my um, trace minerals. I order our pantry staples. So things like flour for baking. I do bake a lot of homemade bread and, um, items like that. So I, I order my flour, things like baking soda, um, oats, granola, grains, things like that, that I know we're going to use a lot of. Um, we do a lot of oatmeal and um, trying to think what else. Baking, so like baking powder, baking soda, salt, um, things that I know that I'm going to need. It's not going to go bad before I use it. I order that and it's not always monthly. I do a pantry check, but things like flour and trace minerals um, and certain supplements like that, I do order every single month. I do it. um, I keep my cart updated so you can just add things to your cart with Azure as you see that you're running out. And I find that that's really helpful because I'm not running to the store when I run out of flour um, because, and, and this comes into play in all aspects of the grocery shopping, which I'll talk more about. If I go into the, I hate going to the grocery store with kids. <laughs> Confession. I hate going to the grocery store with kids. I love going grocery shopping. Like I even told my husband, it would be such a treat for me to go in the expensive grocery store here in town and just walk the aisles and see all of the cool stuff that they have without my kids asking me to buy them like an $8 bag of potato chips. Cause I'm not going to. But that doesn't happen for me very often. I have children in tow 99% of the time. And if I can avoid taking them in the grocery store, I'm going to do that. So I try to order as or order or buy as much as I can at one time. So I do my bulk order from Azure. I will mention, um, I think it'll still be active when this podcast airs, but I will put a promo code in the show notes, um, new Customers can save ten or fifteen percent, depending on how much you order. So I will have those codes below, but I have found that that saves me on making little trips to the store throughout the month for, you know, like a bag of flour. Like I said, if I run out of flour and I run in to get that, I'm going to get fifteen more things while I'm at the grocery store because I want to avoid having to come back here with children. I find myself doing that. I'm like, oh well, I'll get this and I'll get this and I'll, you know, trying to get as much out of that trip as possible, but I end up spending way more than I would have if I had just planned accordingly and prepped at the beginning of the month. So I do that um, bulk order of staple items. I sometimes order animal feed through them also, but I will be honest, it's gotten a little pricey for me here lately. So I'm shopping alternatives for that, but that's something that I also stock up on at the beginning of the month. Um, Lately, I've just been buying from our local feed store I know how much feed my horses, my goat, and my chickens and dogs are going through every month. I can get that at the beginning and not have to scramble or make a make a special trip to the store when we run out. So that's really helpful. Um, another way that I buy bulk at the beginning of the month is I will buy whatever staple items I'm not getting at Azure. I'll get them at the grocery store. So I mentioned like coffee. I actually like my Aldi coffee. <laughs> it's cheap and it tastes good. Um, and it says it's fair trade, blah, blah, blah. So makes me feel good about myself. Um, but I actually really like it and it's affordable. So like at the beginning of the month, when I make my big grocery store run, I'll buy five or six bags of coffee because I know that's about what we use a month. And I don't want to run out of that. That's really important to me. Um, I will buy all of the toilet paper that we need for the month. I've kind of you know, figured it out. And if you're not sure, like I was just talking to a friend about this, she's like, I have no idea how much we go through of that. Uh, pay attention one week, maybe, you know, not a week when you eat a lot of, eat a lot of spicy food, just a normal week and pay attention to how much you go through, you know, and you can figure it out for the month. So that's something that's been helpful to me just to not, um, make, you know, three or four little trips to the grocery store throughout the week because that adds up my time, um, my patience with my children asking for everything there. And also it adds up um, in, in savings financially, I have found, you know, I fought that for a long time because when you buy things in bulk, it looks like it's more expensive in the beginning um, up front. But once you kind of do the math and you figure in all of those factors, it makes sense to us anyway to do at least some of the items bulk. Now, all of that to say, I will end up going to the grocery store a couple more times throughout the month. We'll run out of something and I'll go or I'll want to make something special. But for the most part, if I can really stock up on staples, that helps me a ton. So that is a monthly thing. Um, some of the other things that I buy monthly. So, I like to sit down. Um, I print off at the beginning of the year, like end of December, early January, I print off my monthly calendar for the entire year. So January through December, I have a printable of that. I I print the, uh, I make a calendar for myself every year and I'll, I'll link that in the show notes as well. I print that off at the beginning of the year and it's just hanging on our refrigerator. I have a um, erasable pen that hangs there beside of it. And I write in all of the major dates and I sit down at the beginning of every single month and I look through and I see, okay, we have so-and-so's birthday this week, so-and-so's anniversary. We have this coming up. And at the beginning of the month, if I'm really on top of things, I am not always this good. But if I'm really on top of things, I will go ahead and get whatever birthday gifts or cards, um, whatever we need for any special occasions coming up that month at the beginning of the month. I will go ahead and get that. I will go ahead and like have the gift bag ready. There was a time when I had a really good gift bag closet, but I'm kind of um, living in a tight space right now in an in-between transition phase. So I don't have, you know, gift wrap and things like that. So at the beginning of the month, I try to get all of that done. So I'm not making a trip to TJ Maxx on a random Tuesday morning. And then, you know, they got like really cute spring decor out or something and they catch me. I'm not doing that. I'm trying to be proactive here. So that's another thing that I do at the beginning of the month. Um, and so those are things purchase wise that I do. Let's talk about what I do. Um, just actions or steps that I take to make my month run, run more smoothly. So certain things I try to clean monthly, once again, does not always happen. Um, I do a deep clean of my fridge every single month. So that's, you know, throwing away whatever's expired, really pulling everything out, cleaning the shelves, cleaning like underneath that, you know, bottom drawer where some kind of meat has dripped out all underneath everything. And it's a disaster and stuff sticky. And I try to do that every month, really, really deep clean and reorganize things because I start out with things really good, but inevitably it, you know, goes downhill. Um, I will also deep clean my pantry. This is kind of more of a quarterly thing, um, but I will do. So the deep clean's more quarterly for the pantry, but I will do a pretty solid reorganizing every single month. That's usually when my um, Azure order comes in because that's more pantry items than it is fresh food items for me. So. I'll go through all of our supplements, get that organized. I will go through our dry goods and get that. Like there's certain things that stay in jars on the countertop. I'll get that restocked. Um, That's something that I do monthly. Uh, Another thing is deep cleaning my car. That's eh, a monthly thing pretty much. That's, you know, pulling out all of the random shoes and wrappers and BBs and Nerf guns and all of the things and putting it where it goes and vacuuming and really, really deep cleaning the car. I do that about once a month. I will touch that up weekly, but the really solid clean is about once a month. Um, I will change my air filter like on our air intake. That's one of those things that goes back to the yearly prep that I am not going to dive into today. But I like to at the beginning of the year, I usually change our air intake filters, um, every single month, unless it's not funky looking. And then I won't, I'll make that sucker last another one. Um, but I like to buy 12 of them at the beginning of the year. I bought the cheapos. I heard from somewhere that it doesn't matter how expensive they are. You just buy cheapo. I don't know if that's true. Uh, if you're like an HVAC person and you know better than me, then let me know. But I buy all 12 of them at the beginning of the year and I change them at the beginning of the month or close to the beginning of the month. That's like one of my monthly tasks because that's one of those things that you don't think about. And then you open it up and you're like, oh, my gosh, no wonder the kids are sneezing. So that's one of those monthly things for me. Okay, where'd my list go? I lost it. Okay, here it is. Let's see. Monthly. Okay, deep clean the fridge. Okay, I update the personal calendar with all of our events. That's pretty much the stuff at the beginning of the month. I'll know what big sporting events we have. I will write out all of our practices, all of our birthdays, anniversaries, um, and do the deep cleaning things. Now, let's break it down to weekly. This season of Homegrown Hopes is brought to you by the Holistic Homestead Conference. Have you ever dreamed of slowing down and becoming more intentional, of not relying so heavily on the grocery store, but instead honing the skills to grow and preserve your own food and medicine? Have you yearned for a simpler way of life and a community to learn alongside? Then the Holistic Homestead Conference is for you. Nestled in the foothills of Western North Carolina at Henry River Farms, this conference is a way to learn real-life homesteading skills in person and hands-on. We have a lineup of classes, including functional medicine, home canning, family dairy, gardening, natural living, and so much more. And did I mention the farm-to-table lunch? VIP ticket holders will get to sit down with all of the instructors and enjoy a lunch prepared by a local chef. And it includes a hog that was actually raised on the farm where the conference is hosted. It doesn't get any fresher than this. Be sure to grab your VIP tickets now because space at the table is limited, but we would love to have you there with us. If you're interested in learning more about the Holistic Homestead Conference and getting your ticket for not just the classes, but also our delicious farm-to-table lunch, then visit www.holistichomesteadconference.com or visit the link in our show notes. And use code HOMEGROWN15 for 15% off of your ticket. So this is all of the stuff that happens on a Sunday afternoon if I'm really, really on top of my game. I will say it does not always happen. So I will do a um, retidying of the car. You know we we have a lot of sports and activities throughout the week, and it is inevitable that stuff just gets thrown all over the place. There's like 15 water bottles. I'm wondering why nobody can find their water bottle. Why? why The cleats are in there. It's a mess. So I will do a quick tidy of the car. Usually not like a deep vacuum or anything. That's the monthly thing I was talking about. So I'll do a a pickup of the car. I will tidy the fridge. This happens. I usually do a weekly trip to the actual grocery store for fresh things. Now, in the spring and summer, we'll have a lot of stuff coming in out of our garden, so that can be stretched out a whole lot longer. We really don't buy meat at the grocery store. I'm very lucky to have a husband and son who hunt and fish a lot, so our freezer is stocked. Um, we also raised a hog last year, so we have, we're, we're good on meat, so I don't have to go for that. Um, so in the spring and summer, I won't go as frequently. We'll have like I said, fresh garden produce or go to the farmer's market. But in the winter months, I catch myself going about every week. So when I, I try to go on the weekend, it happens sometimes during the week. I don't have like a set day. I think that would be really cool, but I just don't have that right now. Um, But on the day that I do go grocery shopping, I bring everything in and I tidy up the fridge again. So that's when I throw away that uh, bag of lettuce in the bottom drawer that I thought was a good idea. Give it to the chickens. Um, and then I replace it with the other bag of lettuce that I'll do that with again next week. Uh, I, let's see, I kind of rotate things around too. So I mentioned that I will stock up on certain things. If I buy extras of something, I'll, I'll try to make sure that I, you know, throw a throw away or give to the animals. When I say throw away, I mean, give to the chickens, they get all the scraps. Um, so I just, you know, clean out the fridge. You know what that means. This is also the day, so this is usually Sunday afternoon for me, when I loosely meal plan. I'm not a meal planner. I would love to be a meal planner. My sister-in-law is so good at this, and she meal plans for the whole month, and I would love to be that good, but I'm just not. I'm not in that season of life. There are a lot of factors that go into that, but I do kind of have a rough idea, and I have a few um, meals that I have in mind throughout the week, but they don't necessarily stick to a certain day or anything like that. I do all, all, that's dinner. I do do breakfast and lunches, though. That's um, something that I prep a ton of. And then the the dinners I kind of end up winging, which is not what I would advise. So don't follow that that part of my advice. But um, I do do some meal planning and prepping. So my prepping looks like lots of you know, washing in the fresh fruits. I'll do a bunch of boiled eggs for the week. We snack on that. We do a lot of snacking. Me and the kids are home all day long. I will pack lunches for my husband. Me and the kids are home all day long. And there is so much snacking. I I could meal prep all day long and I wouldn't have enough snacks. So that's one of the things. Sunday snacking is pretty much the the main bulk of my meal prep. I will do boiled eggs, granola, Um, which I just started making for the first time. Why have I not been doing that? It's so easy and it's so tasty. Um, I'll do things like that, you know, cut up fresh veggies. I will get some dips and things. Um, My my kids don't want to eat just a vegetable unless you're dipping it in something. And I really don't either, to be honest. So we'll have some sort of dips. Um, crackers, you know, a couple loaves of sourdough bread. I'll try to make sure that I just have snacks going into the week. Lots of snacks. Bananas, we'll do, you know, banana bread or banana muffins. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to think about what other, that's probably an episode for another day. We'll talk about meal prepping, but I will prep lots of snacks and loosely prep some meals. So that looks like laying out meat from the freezer, making sure that I've got you know, a pack of sausage up there for bacon or for breakfast. Um, some, you know, ground venison. We do a lot of venison, ground venison, a pack of fish, just, you know, a few staple items to play off of throughout the rest of the week. Um, I will also lesson plan. So we homeschool, this won't apply to everyone, but, um, I lesson plan on Sundays in a perfect world. A lot of times it's me lesson planning on Monday mornings while we're doing our morning time, but, I try, I really try to do it on Sunday evenings and I have an awesome planner that I use. I have tried all kinds of planners and I'll use them for about three weeks and then I don't use them anymore. So I have found one that really, really works well for me. I will link that. It's by um, a lady, her company is called Treehouse Schoolhouse. She is based out of North Carolina also and she has incredible, incredible homeschool resources. She has totally changed the game for me. So I will link that planner in the show notes because it's the only one that I found that really, really works for us, especially because I'm doing two kids now. That was an adjustment and the planner works great for that. So Homeschool lesson plans happen that day. I also fill in like every Friday we go on a field trip somewhere with friends. Um, We have different, you know, meetups and activities throughout the week. So I will fill that into our calendar if there's anything that I didn't get filled in um, on the big monthly calendar at the beginning. You know, things pop up. So I try to make sure that everybody's updated. That calendar stays on the refrigerator so that when people ask me for the fifth time, what not is such and such? I can just, you know, point them in that direction again. So it 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 eventually is gonna catch on. I'm sure they'll learn to look there themselves. We're just not there yet, but we will be. Um so lesson plan, make sure that all of our activities are filled in for the week. Oh, I've got snacks on my list twice. <laughs> that's very telling. I probably make more snacks at that point. Um, when we were, we did like half a year of public school. So Sunday nights was the night that I laid out clothes for the week. So if you are not a homeschooler or, um, maybe you don't even have kids and you're just, you know, a single person taking care of yourself. I find so much, um, peace and like mental, uh, mental space when I don't have to think about what clothes to put on. So, laying that out at the beginning of the week, or at least, you know, kind of having like some idea, super helpful, especially with kids. I mean, my kids are at the point now where they'll pick out their own clothes, but there was a time when having those outfits prepped helped me so much. And also, my son more than my daughter, but he would be real particular about what socks and what shoes and, you know, certain things feel a certain way and you got to have the right shoes. So having him be involved in that process was very helpful at the time. So maybe that will help you in the season that you're in also. Um, Also on Sunday afternoons, I water my plants. That is the day of plant watering. And if I don't pick a day, that's probably... Yeah, that, that was one that I learned the hard way. If I don't pick a day, they're just going to die before I realize they're thirsty, which is crazy. I'm like, I share gardening advice on all of my platforms. You would think that I would be a better plant mother, but um, yeah, I have to actually pick a day of the week to, to water my house plants. I guess I just get used to seeing them. And so I forget about them until they're <laughs> gasping in the corner for water. So There's a fire hose of information for you. I hope that some part of this was encouraging or helpful. Like I said, I am not saying that this is the way that it should be. I'm just sharing what's working for me right now. And one thing that I know to be true is that my needs and my family's needs will change. Everything is constantly changing. So I might listen to this episode six months from now and laugh at myself thinking that I had figured out I probably will but um this is just what's working for us right now it's worked for us for a while this system um or this routine and so hopefully you can take some nugget that will also be helpful to you like I said everything will everything that has a link so Azure my homeschool planner trying to think what else um that's the main things, I think. I will link those. Um, I'll link my calendar that I use for the entire year. I have that on my website. Um, and then I will also have a nice little printable list for a monthly checklist. And this is not super intensive. This is like skimming. You will, And I'll leave blank spaces so you can fill in with whatever you personally need. Um, but I will have a monthly little checklist and a weekly checklist. So... If you would like to download those, you can find those in the in the com or the show notes, not comments. And once again, I would love, love, love if you would leave this show a review, write up what you think of it, what you found helpful, share your tips and advice. And um, I look forward to sharing again next week. I will actually have a guest on the show next week, which I'm so so excited about. Um, it's a fun episode, and it's about all kinds of gardening and homesteading prep things. And she is just very, very knowledgeable. So tune in for next week's show. I have new episodes every Tuesday. If you enjoyed, please subscribe to this podcast and I will talk to you soon. Have a wonderful week.